Welcome y bienvenidos to Presently Aquí with Claudia, an insightful mindfulness podcast to help you discover ways to control your thoughts, emotions, fears, and essentially mastering self-love. Hi everyone and welcome to Presently Aquí with Claudia. I am your host, Claudia. And Presently Aquí is a community of healers from around the world that come together and share their remarkable stories and struggles and challenges they face to their path to self-discovery and self-healing and hopes to empower those that are struggling as well. And we are here for you. And I am excited as always. Uh, have Trang with me today. Um, and Trang is a mentor and speaker for women who are hungry to pivot careers and build their dream business so they can live out their potential and purpose with freedom and fulfillment. In her mid-20s, Trang experienced a quarter-life crisis that led her to leave the sports industry so she can help women, not just as athletes, but as human beings. Now, Trang is determined to help others step into their greatest power and thrive in their lives of impact, because ultimately she believes that when enough individuals are thriving, then humanity will thrive, and when humanity thrives, then the world can thrive for all forms of life and future generations. Ashe. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Mm. Hi, goddess. Welcome. Hello, Claudia. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Like, I'm so delighted to be here. Yes, me too. It's nice. Um, your first encounter with Trang was just refreshing and light and happy. And uh, how can I not? I was like, yes, yes, yes. Come on. Come on. <laughs> yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, it was really nice. Um, So per usual, we're going to take three deep breaths together. Again, if you're driving, don't close your eyes. Otherwise, if you aren't, you know, come into the space with us and um, let's cleanse out the day. All right. So with your first deep breath, I want you to tune into your body and just feel where your body's at. And the second breath, I want you to see where your mind is at. And just observe it without judgment. And then the third breath, I want you to take your deepest inhale and just hold it for three seconds. And when you release, I want you to release the entire day so you can be with us here now. always nice to start a conversation like that I felt that Mm -hmm. like such a simple three Mm -hmm. deep breaths not even a minute but can be so grounding Mm -hmm. um, can be so connecting yes exactly I love it because the practicality right for those that aren't used to meditation or comfortable with it it's just that's it you know one two three and and it, it's just to show like, oh, wow, it does help shift wherever I was for a moment and in, in, into this new space now. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Thank you for sharing that, Claudia. No, of course. That's always helpful because it helps me too because we all have our day, right? So as I'm yeah. going through mine, I don't want to bring it into this beautiful, peaceful space um, because I want it to just be about this and nothing else. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's begin this wonderful conversation. And so, my dear Trang, what were some of the challenges that you faced on your path to self-discovery and self-healing? There have been quite a few along the journey. And when I think back to the earliest days from when I was in primary school, I already experienced the first layer of challenges. Mm. In terms of who I was and how I would show up in the world. And that is in the context of me being the daughter of immigrant parents. So I'm from Australia, but my parents are from Vietnam. Mm -hmm. And what that meant is I grew up with a very traditional Vietnamese upbringing. And when I went to school, I didn't even know how to speak English yet. Mm -hmm. No, I didn't know the the Australian culture at all. Mm -hmm. And that meant that, you know, being a six-year-old who was in school, I was the weird one. 
Mm-hmm. And as a result of that, I got bullied. You know, I, I remember there'd be times in the playground to where I wanted to go and uh, and play with a group of girls, but they would actually close off their circle so that I didn't have space to go right. and join in their circle. Right. So I got bullied. I got, you could say, you know, excluded from mm-hmm. being accepted yes. at school. Mm-hmm. And then that started the first wave of challenges of me accepting or coming to terms with who I was you know like who am I who do I want to be because if I am myself if I go to the schoolyard and I speak Vietnamese then that backfires like I'm I'm doing what feels good to me but it Mm -hmm. doesn't feel good because I'm Mm -hmm. I then get excluded right so who should I be like I should I should shift myself a little bit Mm -hmm, I should mm -hmm. readjust myself so that I am accepted a little bit more right and that started from you know from what I remember as early as you know even kindergarten already Mm. that was happening Mm. that you know I remember clearly when I was in prep you know being excluded from that circle of girls so from primary school that was the start of me adjusting myself and shifting myself to to be an identity that is accepted by the others Mm. and then I would get more from being accepted by others than even being myself which is what would make me feel good deep down right and then that continued on through high school that continued on even after high school Mm -hmm. because when I look at my journey I I finished high school I graduated uni with a uni degree and now I'm not using that uni degree anymore. I've had a career change. Um, and the, one of the reasons for that is because that career path that I chose to go into allied health, you know, to become a physiotherapist, that's right. what I graduated uni with. That wasn't necessarily my decision either. Mm. I thought that I should become a physio because my dad was a doctor right. and my sister was a dentist. And I was like, okay, you know, I need to go into the health field. Right. You know, it's it's something that's stable. It's mm. respectable. Mm-hmm. It's it's an academic profession. Right. So then I thought, you know what, I'll, I'll choose physiotherapy because it still fits into that category, yeah. but also it's still, you know, sporty. I like sport. Right. It, it's still fun in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought I was choosing what I wanted to do, but really it was still within the confines of what others, in this case, my family, you know, doing the best that they yeah. did with what they knew, yeah. um, it, you know, based on their expectations, I, based on what they, the lines that they have set for me. I, yeah. So I, that was the first challenge, I say, one of the yeah. major challenges along my journey of self-discovery. Yeah, I love that you brought up your what you faced as a child as an immigrant in another country right for all immigrants we've all been there I've been there my first language was Spanish and we go right and um, you're the weird one yeah because everyone's speaking English and and then you look different and 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 what I what I love about that you brought this up is that when we're kids we don't realize that we're creating masks right? To fit yeah. in. And already we're running into disaster for our most authentic selves, right? Trying to be like everyone because what kid wants to be excluded, right? Yeah. Yeah. We all exactly. want to be part of that circle, right? We want to be like, hey, I want to play with people. And when people don't, when kids don't play with you, it starts to mess with you, right? Your self-worth, your confidence, even though you don't know these things and you're little, right? You're just this yeah. little human. <laughs> but exactly. It's just interesting how the brain, right? How the mind kicks into survivor mode from so young, from seeing your environment and the kids around you and it just wants to protect you. And and it's a great reflection on the ego, how, you know, we always like to shame it, but it has its uses, right? And in these spaces... Yeah. You know, obviously, we don't live in this in a in a worldly society where being authentically yourself is completely accepted. Not everywhere, right? So, uh, until we get there, then we don't have to create these masks as kids. Um, mm-hmm. And then, as you're going through your journey, and now you have another mask, right? A mask for your family. Yeah, exactly. Right? 
and, yeah. and still like you're already wearing a mask and you lost yourself in that one and then now there's this other one and you're like you know also we don't think about like who do i want to be how do i want to stand up right blah, blah, blah. and you just get lost in the mix somehow and i think that's most of our journey so i really appreciate that you brought that up because how many of us out there listening are, are in that have been in that space right mm. or coming out of the space just fresh realizing like oh i, I should just be me right um so i am yeah. thankful for you to bring that so that way the listener is you know we all shared a, a shared struggle as kids as teenagers we all were kids we all were teenagers we all wanted to fit yeah. in we we wanted to be with the cool kids and you know obviously as we get older we're like oh we didn't need the cool kids because we ended up being the way showers <laughs> right yeah so but at the time it really is you know we have family trauma most of us and then we have societal trauma right and then to come home to yourself it takes time mm-hmm. because we've never been in that space w- would you agree yeah 100% yeah. you know it's it's so clear when i look at my upbringing and my journey in hindsight but Mm. yeah at the time I didn't realize and I think this is actually you know whether or not the listeners may feel like this is relevant I I would dare say that this is something that we all go through Mm -hmm. yeah because from the moment we're born we're like a blank computer and then every interaction everything that we are exposed to everything Mm -hmm. that someone says to us Mm -hmm. any reaction that someone has to us it downloads programming Mm -hmm. into this computer and we all are adults with programming from when we were kids and we might not realize it. We might not see that it's a program, but it is, is. but we do have the power to change that programming. It's not set in stone. Yes. Yes, exactly. I love that. It is true to give that the listener a little bit of more like, Hey, programming doesn't mean like we're nobody's using the first windows on a pc right we're on windows 11 i think <laughs> right oh my gosh i can't even keep up to be honest know. We, you know so many iphones so it's like all these upgrades so it's the same the brain is i love that that you said like it's a computer and it it is programmed and it wasn't great programming but i love that you said that you can still pivot and kind of you can deprogram right that's what the attention awareness as the mindfulness person like bringing it to awareness and saying yeah. i don't i don't like that i i have whatever bad habit insert there right and this kind of like change it i don't i don't want to be judgmental i don't want to be ignorant i don't want to self negative talk right i don't all these things are all plausible and in, into shifting so thank you yeah. for for bringing that into light mm-hmm. really important um so what, I know you had uh, this challenge that you had faced. Did you have anything else you want to share before I continue? Hmm. I would say that, you know, there, there are so many different examples and pr- branches, mm. but the overarching theme here is like me being lost in the, the noisiness, yeah. all the voices of who I should be, mm-hmm. you know, how I should show up. Right. And in in having the challenge of not knowing how to discern those mm. voices mm. from my true voice, mm. that's you know, who I really am. So that is the overarching challenge, yeah. I'd say. That's powerful. Powerful. Yeah. What comes to mind when you just said that is, um, I think of our day, just twenty four hours, right? How many things are we looking at, watching, listening? Like so many people's opinions, we fill our heads with. But when do we really take time to listen to what we have to say, what we yeah. want, what we need, what we need feel, um, on and on, right? So, yeah, it's good um, for the listener to be aware, like, where in, my day, where in my day am I fitting my own opinion, my own self? Very yeah. important. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So speaking of pivoting, <laughs> what was a, a pivotal moment for you to, to lead into where you are kind of today like what was that that bridge for you mm. it's funny that you ask you know what was the pivotal moment because it was exactly that for me you mm. know like everyone's journeys it looks a little bit different 
Um, but mine was very much a pivotal moment because what had happened was I'd graduated as a physiotherapist. I'd been working for a few years. I was generally happy and I was generally doing well um, until one particular morning when I was 24 years old, a few mm. years ago now, where I'd gotten up early to go for a run. And when I stepped out onto the footpath, I hear a crunch. Mm. I'm like, what's that? What's going on? I looked down and I'd stepped on a snail. Mm. Now, this isn't the first time that I'd stepped on a snail before, but for some reason this morning, I couldn't stop thinking about it. Like mm. I felt guilty yeah. that me living my own life, choosing to go for a run on this day at this time, I'd caused such an effect on something outside of me. And in this case, I'd killed something. Yeah. And... This got me thinking for the months that followed because here I was feeling guilty about this now, yet I started to see the bigger picture that my life in many ways was actually already neglecting different forms of life. You know, like my existence already had such a flow and effect that I'd never previously think about. Yeah. You know, I, I'd never... Yeah really uh, consciously acknowledge, oh my gosh, you know, me going about my day, living in my own life, I have this flow and effect on things beyond me that I wouldn't usually see, I wouldn't witness, I wouldn't necessarily understand, but it happens. Mm. And this, it, this felt like I had a veil taken from in front of my eyes. I say that this is a quarter life crisis because I was in this little bubble growing up. And until this period of time, I hadn't questioned mm. so much about my life and my existence. Yeah. So what happened was every day I was going into work and mm. as a physiotherapist, I was teaching people how to squat, you know, to shape their <laughs> booty a bit more or how to do like this Right. as a wrist exercise for their right. forearm muscles. Like that right. was what I was doing day to day. But I felt like I needed to become more. I needed to do more mm. because I, as an individual, I do have an impact. Mm -hmm. like, I do have a footprint. Yes. I have power. Mm -hmm. um, so I want to use that. I want to be able to use my existence and create as much of a ripple for good as possible. Yes. So, you know, this actually led to me, you know, going through this process of, oh, my God, what should I do? Mm. I felt confused. I mm. felt torn because remember, like this whole time I had been shape-shifting who mm. I was, the decisions I'd been making this whole time was so that I could be accepted, mm -hmm. so that I could be seen in a positive light by others. Mm -hmm. And now I was at this crossroads. I was like, should I continue doing physio because I'm already good at it? Right. This is how I am known. It's a respectable profession. You know, anytime right. I would tell, anytime I meet someone new and they're like, what do you do for, for work? And I tell them, I'm a physiotherapist. They always say, oh, wow, that's so great. Like, right. that's really cool. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it gets, it elicits a certain response. Yes. But here I was being like, feel like there is something else I feel yeah. like there is something more but what are people going to think of me if I mm. do something else like what mm -hmm. should I even do you know right if I want to if I want to have an impact should I do volunteering you know should I mm -hmm. do activism mm -hmm. should I you know start a non-for-profit and those are pathways that previously the narrative that I'd grown up with wasn't necessarily something to you know aspire for you could right. say right so I was torn. I was like, should I continue what I'm doing now and yeah. stay with what I know or should I listen to my heart and should I do what is most important to me? Yeah. And in the end, after a year of going back and forth, mm -hmm. it was exhausting because I was being pulled in different directions. Right. After a year, I finally put my foot down. I was like, enough is enough. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to live my life like playing a micro version of myself. Yes. I'm not going to live my life for other people mm -hmm. in in lieu of myself. Right. So then that's when I made a decision. I was like, that's it. 
I am going to, you know, pivot. I'm going to start a different business. I'm going to help you know, people with their minds, help them thrive in their life so that they can show up and they can serve their purpose. They can spread their ripple of impact and right. we can all create change in this world together. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I, I, I made that pivot. I made that change. It was a full career change. I started a different business. I yeah. stopped doing physiotherapy. <laughs> and that all started because of that one morning, that pivotal moment that I stepped yeah. on that snail. And that which snail just shows. Did. That snail did not die in vain. Exactly. Like, I th- you know, it seems like such, a, such an insignificant event, mm-hmm. you know, stepping on a snail. But that just shows that it's the most small events in our life yeah. that do have power yes. to create the most yes. meaningful change. Yes. Um, we just have to stop and reflect to activate yeah. that opportunity. Yes. Reflection, very important power to use self-reflection and what's going on. And, and not only were you like, oh, no, the snail, but you thought of everything else. I know. What else? I full went spiraling. My mind <laughs> went big. <laughs> You did. And that's wonderful because now it opened up a whole door within you that you didn't acknowledge, right? As you said, and and were able to think in a bigger aspect. You didn't let it sort of, I'm sure you had a moment where you did go into this rabbit hole of like, oh no, what else do I affect and how do I affect? And it it can be overwhelming, right? Yes. But then it, it come back to it like, wait, like you said, um, and I love this. How you said, but then that means that I can affect others in a positive way versus it just yes. being in this negative aspect. So kudos to you <laughs> to putting that together and that and it took obviously time because it sat with you and you're like, what's going on with this day, that morning with the snail? Why do I feel so different? Why is my mind going into spaces I've never thought of reflecting on? Yeah. And that is yeah. tremendous that, you know, kind of like Gaia, Mother Nature had an impact in you and she kind of, she's like, oh, she got it. Okay. Yeah. You rest in peace, snail. But we got her. We got her to wake up in a different way. And um, that is just really beautiful. Such a beautiful way to come into yourself through that energetic field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's funny because at the time, you know, this quarter life crisis, it didn't feel good. You know, like I was confused. Mm-hmm. I was torn. I was just like, oh, why do I have to go through this? I wish I just didn't, I didn't have this realization and I could just continue on my life as normal. But now I look back and, and what you just said, Claudia, it's like, it was actually such a blessing. Mm-hmm. Now I'm lucky that I went through this because I talked to women out there and you know, there are, there are women who are, you know, they're still going through that or maybe they're even before that. They don't yeah. know what it is that they want to do with their life. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. They, they don't have that clarity and they yeah. wish they could have that light bulb moment. Yes. They wish they could have that awakening, you could say. Yes. And I did. It wasn't, it, yeah. it wasn't pleasant right. at all. Um, there were times where it was very emotionally and mentally draining. Mm. But I look back now and I'm so grateful that I – got that opportunity for you know realization and clarity yeah because of that I now get to do what I love you know I I get to you know step into the truest Mm -hmm. most um, evolved expressed version of myself but of course I had to go through that metamorphosis Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. I had to go through the qualifying stages of discomfort and and change so that I could transform from the caterpillar into the butterfly, you could Absolutely. say. Absolutely, yes, 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 yeah. beautiful. Um, what did your parents say when you were like, you know what, I'm not doing this anymore. I, I don't know how to explain this because the snail story might sound a little crazy to <laughs> that generation. Be like, what, you're going to quit because of a snail? You know what I mean? So I, uh-huh. I would like to know how did that go for you? <laughs> <laughs> that is such a valid question because like I said, you know, my parents being immigrants, they mm. wanted a, a life to have a life of success yeah. and they in their eyes there was a particular pathway for success. Right. I was very lucky because at 24 years old I was living out of home already and yeah. because of that there was space between mm. 
my beliefs, my pathway and my parents. So there was that space, first of all, but also my parents, they had evolved to themselves and they had started Mm. to shift their way of thinking. And it's so beautiful because that is, that is what happens, you know, like we're, we're always doing the best that we can with what we know. And they are so supportive of me now. Um, They, they might not always get (laughs) what I do. They still aren't a hundred percent sure, but they, they're supportive and you know, they're, they're happy that I'm happy and I'm actually yeah, I'm doing just as well, if not better than previously. So, right. yeah, so that's I, think, I think the evidence, the evidence is like, okay, they're like, okay, we can breathe. You know? Yes, yes. She's we know doing that great. You're okay. We yes. know that you're okay. I love that. You're like, I already claim independence. So, kind of like, mm, can you really say anything? Yes. <laughs> you know? I apologize. I'm like, I did not expect the sun to come this way, but here we are. And I'm just going to flow with it. <laughs> I did close it, as you can see, but it does a peace and I'm like okay son you want to be a part of the podcast it's cool um yes the sun is the sun is illuminating this conversation it sure is it's great um so that's that's no I I love that they're supportive like it took them a minute but they're like oh wait she's happy she's doing better she's motivated she's passionate like all the things like how can you say no right like yeah to see I'm sure they're like yeah you know she was happy. Like, I love how you said, um, I was good at it. And how many of us mm-hmm. tell ourselves that story? That's something that stuck with me when you share that. And um, we are like, but I'm good at this. Yes, but is this what you would love to do at the end of the day? Is this your passion? Is this something you feel that is making a change, right? That the bigger picture. And yeah. And, and how many of us are there, have been there or are there like, but I'm good at this. And the fear of releasing that is bigger sometimes and moving on to what the next space and journey of your, of your life may be. Right. And you were able to take the leap courageously. Yeah. I'm sure, you know, the self-talk wasn't like, oh, okay, okay, bye. Bye physiotherapy. Now I'm just going to go do this. Okay. Bye. You know, obviously, you know, with every ending, there's a grief. There's a letting go and then the shifting into this new energy and new dynamic. And also no one in our families has ever been in these spaces, right? So it's even a little scarier starting yeah. your own business and something that, and, and, you know, for your generation, my generation, they have not done, right? They just, they're no to work. And like, when you quit these jobs, you're like, how dare you? Like, I came here so you can have this, right? So, and then having the, you know... Uh, knowing like who comes first though like i get it parents and family and everyone who who wants to make sure that we're okay but i have to put myself first and do what is right and best for my journey and i feel because of the snail this is where i'm heading right so yeah really yeah. beautiful it's, it's yeah it, it's funny like it can be such a challenge for us to step into our truth. But it's like, since when did it become more difficult for us to live our life Mm -hmm. instead of someone else's life Mm -hmm. (laughs) to think of it like that? At what point in our lives do we stop living someone else's life and we start living our life? A hundred percent. And I understand it's it's easier in theory than mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. being done. That's what I went through myself. There's a lifetime of subconscious molding, you know, mm-hmm. of of our of our mind categorizing things that we should be doing, things that yes. we shouldn't be doing. That yes. programming from the moment we are yes. born. Right. So it's it's a journey. It's a process. Mm-hmm. It is a process. But if we keep coming back to you know, it's it's our life. Um, you know, what's going to be more of a waste, my four-year uni degree or the next 40 years of my life if I keep playing it small? That part. If I keep, yeah, if I keep living for someone else, Mm -hmm. what's going to be more of a waste after all? Right. What are you going to regret on your deathbed? Mm. Working for someone else or following your dreams? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's big and, and it's scary, right? For the people out there listening, I know it's scary and we understand. And I think more so now than ever, 
Um, and this is why I'm able to have all these healers because now everyone's standing in their own truth and their own path and saying, this is what I want to do. I want to help other people. And there are so many ways to be assisted if you're looking to be helped um, to, to go into the spaces of, I don't know, like how you're saying, like, we're going to get into a little more of what you do. And like, I don't know where I am, right? I don't know where to go. Help me, right? And there's so many amazing people. And this is why I interview people from around the world. So no matter where you are listening from, there's going to be someone that's either close or doing it online and around your time zone, right? So I want to encourage everyone. That's why we're both here to encourage people to step out of their comfort zones a little bit. Yeah. And, and trust, right? Because I feel like um, um, when people are like, oh, trust in the universe, if you are the universe, would you disappoint yourself? Mm. Right? Yeah. I don't, I wouldn't. I would, I would be like, here's all the goodies. Don't worry about other people's businesses and lives and what they want you to do. What do you want to do? Tell me how to do it and I'll show up for you. Mm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Beautifully it's, said. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's important for, for the people out there listening to understand, like, the fear is going to come, but just do it. Because, you know, we talk about uh, multiple lifetimes, right? Um, but we're here now. Mm-hmm. Right? What are you yeah. doing here now for you that's just blowing your heart up and, and making it a fire and just like, oh, my God. And feeling alive, unlike anything before, right? Yeah. Yeah. I uh, speaking that. of alive and on fire, I am. <laughs> <laughs> You're literally glowing. <laughs> literally. <laughs> the, the sun is on you and you are glowing with energy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now I'm like able to like host it and hold it and give it out. Um, so now that we've come through this beautiful journey through, you know, what you went through and um, how you were able, this wonderful snail, which I'll never forget this story because it's remarkable. Yeah. I'm going to, because I have snails by me too. So I'm going to be like, oh, you guys are amazing. <laughs> you guys have a legacy that you're leaving. <laughs> yes. Yes. Changing human lives for the better. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So now as speaking of your butterfly stage, what are the services you're, you're offering to the community? Mm. Yeah, you know, where I've landed is, you know, being in a place where I want to have that ripple effect, you know, I want mm-hmm. to have that impact. And like I mentioned, or like you introduced before, you know, how I see what I do is I, I work with individuals and help mm. them raise their levels of consciousness, help mm. them connect to themselves and ultimately yeah. You know, fulfill their purpose, right. fulfill their potential during this lifetime. Mm. And a lot of and a lot of people who I'm working with at the moment, they they're doing that through the avenue of their career and business. You know, mm. a lot of people in their twenties, in their thirties, who similar path to me, you know, they yeah. they're already doing well in a profession that they they started right. when they were 18, 19, 20 years old. But now they're in a place where they know they can be more. They know they can be. They, they can do more, and mm-hmm. they they need guidance mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, to take that journey and to start that business, to pivot careers, to step into personal mastery. You know, professional mm-hmm. achievements. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I'm doing now is I am a mentor. I'm a coach. I'm a speaker, and this is the message that I want to share. You know, I work with um, individuals one-on-one. I have group programs and masterminds. I do retreats, and it allows all of the. It allows such a scope of ways that you know I can touch mm-hmm. different heartbeats, and they can experience this work in a way that is right for them. Because not everyone wants to do one-on-one. Not everyone wants to do a retreat. But right. I want to. I want to have a range of offerings that is going to be accessible for everyone. Who's going? Mm-hmm. That's going to be um, available to mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. at this point on your journey. Right. Right. Wow. Yeah. That's that's amazing. Uh, I love how you said that I can touch other people's hearts. Like 
and help them like where are you where is your heart you know it's kind of like show me what where are you and where do you want it to go where do you want to move forward and um what is your favorite thing about your job about your career I should say excuse me (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh honestly so much but I think what comes to me right now as I sit here overlooking a rice field in Bali is the the beautiful freedom and mm. flexibility of this mm. work because a lot of what I do is online. Um, yes. My retreats are in person, of course, um, but it allows me to live my best life. And I think this yes. is actually this is something that I'm really stepping into and I'm really owning because I used to I used to play down mm-hmm. like. I guess, what I could enjoy as a result right. of doing this. I used to play that down. But now I actually want to own it more. I want to embrace it because my ability to travel, my ability to work from anywhere in the world, my ability to have a lot of free time, you could yeah. say. I actually made a post the other day because um, I went to a waterfall at 3 p.m. on Tuesday and I was like, you know how there's this joke of your unemployed friend on a random Tuesday at 3 p.m. Uh-huh. going to a waterfall or going, I don't know, skydiving or something. Right. Well, that's what I did, right? Like I, I worked in the morning and then I took the scooter out here in Bali and I just went to a waterfall on Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. Um, and I really want to embrace that now because me living my own life, me mm-hmm. experiencing as much as I can, me having the time and space to develop myself, to expand myself, to embody my highest self is only going to is only going to increase exponentially what I get to gift you like what I get to give and I, I really see that as a relationship now it's like the the more that I can step into my light and and my power the more I can give out the more I can share and the more I can hopefully spread yes. that impact um, so that is what I love most about yes. what I do. Oh my God, that was so beautiful. <laughs> You're like speaking to my heart. My heart is like, yes, exactly. Because that's what it is. Yes, the fear of stepping into our fullest divinity, power, light is scary. But what Trang just said is the, the, the benefit of that. Not only are you expanding and growing and giving to yourself and filling your own cup, but now you can f- help other people with their cup. Yeah. Right? They're coming at you like, hey, Trang, I don't know. Where do I get more water? I, I forgot. Or I don't know. You know, I usually go to the village and pump the whale, but everyone's there and we're in a drought. You know, what do I do? Yeah. How do I fill up my own cup moving forward so I don't have to depend on the external for, right? Yes, absolutely. Wow. Yeah, that is, that is beautiful, beautiful. Yes. Because the gift of giving is the gift in itself, right? It's, you're giving because you've given to you. Yeah. Yes, I feel that. Right? I feel that. Because we all want to give, we all care and we all love. But when your cup is empty is when, you know, having the discernment to know like, Right now, I don't have it because my own cup isn't full. So right now, you know, having the boundaries, also learning how to vocalize that, right? And and saying, like, I can't right now. Um, but not to say that that's a forever. It's just for the now. Right now, I'm going through stuff or my cup is empty. I need to go through my own journey until I can, you know, offer otherwise. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I think that's important. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Thank you yeah. for sharing that. No, thank you for inspiring that because that was, I was like, oh my God, yes, yes, let's talk about this because it's important. Um, you know, we all, I think especially, I love that you work with women. As women, I, you know, we have, we're naturally mothers, right? We want to give and want to be yeah. there, and right? And offer to our friends and family, if you don't have kids yet, you still are a giver at some point or somewhere, your job, wherever. But it's like, what's a healthy giving, you know? And and I love that you are able to help people to, like, go into themselves and help them. Like, hey, before we start thinking that overgiving is thriving, (laughs) let's let's Mm. back it up a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, (laughs) And see where where we can 
was it pull back the reins a little bit and start from here and then move, then expand, right? Like you have to go in to push out, right? Yeah. You can't totally. just push out without going in. You, it, it doesn't um, work that way. Um, yeah. But yes, um, that is amazing. What kind of retreats do you hold? Um, is it in different places of the world or? At the moment, they're, they're based in, um, in Victoria, Australia, which is mm-hmm. where I am from. Um, and the, the retreats are part of my, my six-month mastermind, Life mm. of Legacy, which is, you know, the, the experience for, for women to step into their highest power, become the woman of legacy that they know they are. Mm. Um, and it's a four-day retreat as part of this experience. Mm. And it's it's all about connection, celebration, mm. expansion, but also embodiment. Like, mm. because... You know, yes. when we're there in person, we get to embody things that we might not be able to do when we're over Zoom or when right. we are in our home environment. Mm-hmm. And something that is the absolute highlight of the retreat, I'm, I'm so excited for this because the next one's coming up in October, um, we go skydiving. <gasps> like, what? Like it is no small thing. Like, yes, the retreat is meant to be is like relaxing and so all that, um, but also embodiment, you know, stepping out of yes. what we think we could do, yes. like expanding our boundaries, going out of our comfort zone. And it's the most exhilarating, expansive mm-hmm. ex- exercise. Yes. Um, and it's not, you know, it's not like uh, it, it's um, <laughs> optional, you know, like you, you don't have okay. to do it. Okay. But it's, <laughs> it's something that I get so excited for as part of the retreat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Have you parachute? have you skydived before? You know what's actually really funny? I haven't, although okay. I've meant to multiple times. Like one time, the most recent time, I was on my way to skydiving mm. and mm. halfway there, I got a phone call and it had to be cancelled because of the weather. Mm. Mm-hmm. So multiple times I've had instances like that and I haven't gone, but I will be going in October with the these women for the first time. Amazing. That is remarkable. Oh. Gosh, you know, to go to Australia and skydive. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's do it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So this six-month uh, mastermind uh, course that you have, um, what is it, if I may ask, like, you know, the women that join, right, what is the common thread there of why they're coming to you? And then mm. the opposite, when they get out of the six months, what's the common glow? Mm, I love that question and how you phrase that. Mm. You know, the, the common thread of, of these women who come to me kind of ties into what I said before um, in regards to who I work with. Mm. Um, so these are women who, you know, they're, they're doing well in their life already, mm. but they know they've got more in them. They know mm. that where they're at now and where they're going is nowhere near what they're destined for. Right, right in terms of who they are going to become, in terms of what they're going to achieve, in terms of yeah. the impact they're going yeah. to have. Um, so a lot of these women are in the process of maybe pivoting careers, starting a business, um, and some of them, not even necessarily, some of them are like stepping into you know their highest level of mm. mastery personally and professionally. They might not be pivoting careers or starting a business, but a lot of them are. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are. And then at the end of these six months, they, they walk away and it's full power. It's embodiment. It's, you know, becoming this version of themselves and creating evidence in their reality of what they are truly capable of. Yes. Um, and healing the different parts of them that may have held them back before. There's a big right. part of that because, you know, we transform from the mm-hmm. inside to reflect externally and there is so much healing you know of um limiting beliefs there's so much healing of certain wounds and uh you know limitations um so that they can express their potential Mm. into reality in their career in their business in their relationships in their health and in their life as a whole yeah definitely and uh, as you see them after the six months how does that feel for you just watching them and now, like, you know, because <laughs> like, I'm thinking I'm I'm in love with the snail. So <laughs> I'm thinking like this and to think this all started with 
the snail, right? The snail, yes. It is the most emotional part of my work. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. when I finish a retreat, when I finish a group container, yeah. is when I am most often moved to tears because of the impact that not just I have had on these women, but the snail might have had. You know, my parents have had, yeah. my grandparents have had being refugees yeah. on a boat from Vietnam. Yeah. And we all intertwine to work together towards yes. a progressive world, towards yes. a better world. And I, I see so clearly, you know, the power of this ripple of impact, yeah. of how it will spread across the globe, even beyond our lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. beyond what we ever get to witness or understand but the beauty of me being able to do what I love and also having that impact yeah um yeah yeah it, it wow. touches me a lot yeah rippling out through time I love how you said like I may not see right because you're also affecting not only their lives but their families' lives and then yeah their future children and their jobs and they're this and it's just like ripple through other people right so your yeah. ripple, plus rippling others. So yeah, it's it's not this lifetime, it's past that because now you started a wave of uh, self-worth and self-belief and confidence and trust and surrender that is not fully thriving now. We're not in a full world. Like I loved how your introduction, right? Like to have the world to thrive mm-hmm. is that ripple effect. So I am blown away by your journey and getting to know you so much more. And mm-hmm. what you're doing is is giving me chills. And I'm sure the listeners, I I'm just like, wow. It it mm-hmm. wow, I'm 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 getting emotional. Okay. <laughs> it's it's it gives um it adds to my cup, right? In the sense that wow, as I keep interviewing so many amazing people from around the world, it brings back for myself faith that we're all here. We're all listening to the call and picking up and saying that, okay, I'll be a way shower. Um, Just let me know where I show up. I have to go through what first? Oh, boy. Okay. (laughs) You know, it's like, Yeah, totally. And I I really feel that, you know, this, this conversation, this podcast, your energy, Claudia, is is part of that ripple, and mm. um, yeah, I think we're we're all one. I know this sounds really cliche, but we are all one big family. You know, yes. living and and working harmoniously yeah. towards this towards this state of of this thriving, flourishing, conscious, yes. loving world. Yes, and yeah. Um, Let's let's keep shining our light. Is yes. what I want to finish off with, I guess. Yes, and, and and also like as you're shining your light, you're giving you're now becoming the ancestor for the future generations ahead of you, and that's yeah. just mind blowing. Um, oh my gosh, I I am so grateful to have come across your way, and and thank you for reaching out and um and and to have you on, and you are beyond delightful. You almost made me cry, so that says. <laughs> um, but before I do let you go, I wanted to know if there was anything that you felt called to share to the listener before uh, we finish. Oh. Final thing I'd like to say, mm. a, a quote that I'm really living by <laughs> at the moment is, you know, the purpose of life is to live a life of purpose. Uh, there's there's no one sole purpose. I, I don't at least personally believe that there's not one thing that we're meant to do. We don't need to find it. We don't need mm-hmm. to like search for it. Right. But as long as we are showing up in our days with purpose, mm-hmm. and with intention for positive yes. impact, then we are we we're we're doing the best that we can as human beings. You know yes. that's that's all we can do each yes. day, no matter how small, no matter how big that we have purpose yes so let's 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 do that let's live that let's live that um and where can people find you 
Yeah, um, I'm most active on social uh, social media on Instagram. So you can find me Trang Sess Nguyen. Uh, I know that's a mouthful. I'm sure you'll put it in the show notes. Oh, I um, will. <laughs> yeah, T T R A N G C E S N G U Y E N. So that's where you can find me, uh, and then from there you'll find all the other resources, whether it's the website, the podcast, um, other platforms. Yeah. Amazing. Then, yes. Now go ahead. I was going to say, you know, feel free to send me a message. I'm mm. always more than happy to, yeah. to have a chat and um, to connect. Beautiful. Yay. Yes. I'll make sure to put uh, her, all her links will be on YouTube, Spotify, and my website. Um, yeah. I'm like thinking where else. I think that's it. I think. And then also when I tag you on Instagram, then you'll be able to find Trang as well. Um, please do reach out. And I, I do love the offering at, to, to reach out for any questions so that way people feel comfortable for whatever may have you that may inspire you to reach out. Definitely do. Um, you know, for, for those of you that are on the other end of listening um, and may not watch the YouTube, is it's quite all right. But I just want you to know that um, as an intuitive and an energy reader, this woman's the light is radiating beyond like she may be thousands of miles across the Pacific from me, mm-hmm. but she is right here with me. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Thank Trang. you, Claudia. No, oh, this was beautiful. It was perfect. Thank you. So um, I want to thank all the listeners for listening and tuning in and expanding with us today. Um, always remember that the breath is a secret. And always leave with love. And until next time, I will see you then. Thanks. If today's episode resonated with you in any way, please subscribe to my podcast and share with anyone that may need to hear today's message. You can find me at Presently Aki on all social media platforms. Gratitude donations are also accepted via Venmo at Presently Aki. My wish for all of you is to find the courage and strength to start the path to self-love through mindfulness, because you deserve it. Remember the breath is the secret and always lead with love.